the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's The 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Welcome to episode 80. This is Adolf Vega, and I have a packed crew today. I have Mr. Jake Jarvis. Hello there. I have Mr. James Tate. Here. And I have Miss Kristen Strom. Hello. You got my name wrong again. Ah, you always get your name wrong. Krista it is. All right, so we got a ton of topics and a huge amount of things to talk about. So what do you want to start with, Krista? Well, I think we can start with the Adams Family uh, 2018 trailer, or 2019 trailer. Yeah, 2019. So it's an animated trailer. It came out this week, and I like it. I like it a lot. Hmm. Maybe it will be Hotel Transylvania. That was my thought. I don't have a lot of experience with the original Adams Family. Okay, uh, I'm a very big fan of uh, Charles Adams's um, cartoons. Well, um, what what did you think about the ones that were like in the '90s? Those two, I think it was two, right? I think it was three actually. Yeah. three or four, but yeah. the third and fourth one are terrible. Uh, I didn't think one? any of them were particularly great. Yeah. Um. Oh, but okay. the 60s show, uh, I only thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's always been one of those series for me that's always been just kind of, you know, there. You know? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. No, I always like, blew up yeah. uh, when they had fights, like, uh, Who's better, the Adams Family or the Munsters? I would blow up the argument by saying, well, neither TV show was particularly great. I would definitely vote for yeah. Adams Family, though. <laughs> yeah, they were, neither one was, uh, lived up to their potential. Uh, with Charles, with the Adams Family, uh, even Charles Adams admitted, uh, it was a shameless cash grab. Uh, all he had to do for the TV show was uh, give ca- his characters names, because uh, the the cartoons he did, they never had names. Yeah, you know, here's here's the thing. Um, it's I think out of a bunch of other series and the adaptations, Adam's Family is is one of those ones that you could probably do whatever with like you could make a new cartoon you can make a new you know show you could do whatever you want with it because it's kind of a clean slate so that's something that they kind of have going for them it's like it's a lot harder to do something new for like let's say ghostbusters or back to the future or you know um things that are iconic and have like a a a, yeah you know things brands that have a specific 
nostalgic uh, era place to them. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they're known for being, uh, that came out in this decade and this year with this uh, style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing is with the Adams family, they're kind of forgotten. Because when Char- yeah, then, Charles, yeah. Charles Adams at one time, for like between the 1930s and the 1980s, he was one of America's favorite cartoonists. His yeah. cartoons ran in the New Yorker. Almost everybody I know who subscribed to the New Yorker did so to re- to for the, his cartoons. Uh, I mean, uh, he occasionally did cartoons for Collier's. And he would sometimes do artwork uh, for uh, other people. And there's tons of collected editions of his cartoons. I, I think there's at least a dozen um, Adams Family uh, uh, books that collect his uh, New Yorker cartoons. Um, but like I said, uh, since his death, it just seems like everybody's pretty much uh, forgotten him. And even forget that the Adams family were based on a, uh, one of the parts of his uh, New Yorker uh, cartoons. The only difference is um, his cartoons were like a single frame. They were always black and white, which is why the TV show was black and white. Yeah. And they didn't do anything in color with them until after he died. Because he wouldn't approve it. Now, Krista, yeah. what about this trader? What do you think of this actual trader? Um, I don't really know what, like, there wasn't, like, much, like, plot given in the trailer. It was just kind of, like, um, establishing that it was a movie about the Adams Family. Um, but... Which, like, I feel like I already know about the Adams family. So, I mean, I think it was kind of a nice, like, nod that they had the at the beginning. They had this is an average family, and and this is an average family, and they have like a bunch of different like representations of a family. Because the cool thing about the Adams family, uh, when like the TV show first came out, um, is it was really what it was was like a representation of what, uh family life actually was like compared to like the 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 sanitized you know 50s i love lucy style um family life on television that wasn't really accurate to how real people lived and the adams family was much more like an actual family uh Mm -hmm. so so i i thought that was a neat nod to that that history. Now, the yeah. art style in this is a little bit weird. Um, I'm not a big fan of how Wednesday looks. She has a really pointy head. Um, I think the rest of them look fine, except for Wednesday. Um, what do you guys think? Okay, they just went too literal based on Charles Adams's designs. They tried to take his 2D artwork, which was more defined uh, uh, they tried to make three-dimensional shapes of uh, his two-dimensional uh, line work, and, and without the law lo- and without the lines, of course, because it is a a three D um, animation, 
and I just thought they were way too literal. Uh, I think they would have been better served using the 60s show actors uh, more, uh, or and the kind of a mix between them and the 90s movies. They would have been, I think they would have been better served for a 3D effect instead of trying to do uh, 2D, uh, 3D versions of 2D cartoons. Because uh, uh, Uncle Fester uh, looked even worse than Wednesday. Yeah, I'm, I'll agree to that. True. Now, um, you know, I do like the theme song. It's very iconic. Everyone's snapping. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it looks it looks all right. I mean, it does something that makes sense. You know, you, you joked around about it, Hotel Transylvania, but Hotel Transylvania is more of a copy of this than this is a copy mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. kind of uh, uh, the thing that kind of kicked off the whole sick humor thing in the '60s. You know, and you had the monsters and famous monster yeah. magazine and all that stuff. Uh, but it was Charles Adams's cartoons that kind of led the pack. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I will defend the the movie, the '90s movies, at least the first two. I do like them. I do dig them. But the other ones about like tennis, or you know, it's just bad. And then the one about baby. Uh, when they had uh, uh, animated cartoon series and stuff. I mean, uh, it's not all bad, but it's just it's it's kind of like it's. I kind of feel the same way about the Peanuts uh, TV specials and stuff. I mean, the only one I feel is, like, really worthy is uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. The rest of them are kind of, eh, they just don't live up to Charles Schultz's uh, cartoons. Okay. I think I think it's pretty good. Uh, James, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, how about we talk about The Lion King next? So we got an official trailer for it, and... Um, it is the CG creatures, but in live action environments, mm-hmm. uh, Lion mm-hmm. King. And this one looks like it's a very, very conservative, basic copy and paste remake um, of Lion King animated, um, which is, you know, animated is a classic, um, but for me at least, um, maybe too conservative, maybe. Uh, hmm. I think Simba looks fine. I think Scar looks really weird and like nothing like the original Scar, and it just threw me so off balance. Yeah. I just kind of looked at this and said, you know, you got a long ways to go if you're going to be as good as Jungle the Jungle Book uh, Disney remake. Now... So we have a lot of remakes, um, and Krista and I reviewed Dumbo, and Dumbo is dramatically different from the original, and Jungle Book is eighty percent the same as the original. What do you think, Jake? About the, is that about right? Maybe seventy five percent. Yeah. Well, well, Jungle Book has got a lot longer because it was even made before Disney, so it's like one of those things they weren't really gonna mess with it too much. So Dumbo is like 
30% the same movie. <laughs> so this looks more like 95% the same, just with CG. Uh, James, what do you think of the original Lion King? Um, I like it. It's, you know, it's Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, but, you know, it's it's okay. It's good. I, I mean, my favorite 90s movie is, is probably... Uh, I like Aladdin, <laughs> but that's another story. We'll get to Aladdin later this summer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um... But yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. I like it. So, the one thing I worry about with this is that, uh, without giving away spoilers for a, you know, 20-year-old movie, the really, really sad scene, that was really, really sad in the cartoon, and seeing that in live action may be very much darker and bloody, and that's going to be hard to do. That's true. I don't know how they're going to do that and not have it be like incredibly gruesome. Because in the in the in the cartoon, like you really didn't have to like there was no blood or anything. But when they're going for a realistic vibe, how are they going to do that and still have it be like? meant for kids even though it kind of isn't really meant for kids it's really marketed to the people who were kids when the original came out so we'll see um you know it's it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting how they actually pull this off yeah um so jake uh what do you uh what talk about next well i guess we can talk about the secret life of pets too Okay, so this trailer, who else saw this? Uh, I've seen a couple of things for Secret Life of Pets, so I've probably seen it and just, it's all kind of blurred in my head, because it, other than having a, uh, having Patton Oswalt instead of T.J. Miller, it just seems to be pretty much more the same uh, from the first one. Um, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem new to me. It doesn't seem different. Nothing about it really interests me or catches, like, like I never really got into it. It's like, okay, so the rabbit is, thinks he's super powered. Okay, cool, I guess. And yeah. uh, it just seems unnecessary of a sequel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm not too excited about this movie at all. <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like more of the same. And this is why 3D is dying. <laughs> All right, so um, let's go to a big topic here. <laughs> Not too big, actually. Something fun. Um, since I have James on the line, what are your thoughts on Labo VR and that Labo VR is going to have um, Zelda and Mario usage soon? You mean uh, cardboard? Yeah. Stupid. So no one wants cardboard. It's a joke. Everyone makes fun of it. So, um, just in case you weren't aware, uh, Nintendo revealed Nabo, which is this cardboard that you used with the Switch, and um, they introduced a new VR element, which just released this a uh, couple days ago. Um, and now they're going to have uh, two of their ma major Nintendo Switch games have uh, VR usage, which is Zelda 
um, Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey, two really big Nintendo games, and they're going to shoehorn VR into them, which is kind of interesting um, that they're going to do that. It's interesting that they're going to do that for just how they're, you know, the gameplay, but to, you know, basically put a game that wasn't VR into VR mode now is kind of crazy. Yeah, it seems stupid. So, so, so what is this basically going to be? You take your cell phone, shove it in a piece of cardboard that's cut with little arms to put behind your ears, and then you put it on your face? Yes. Basically. Okay. So, basically, if you've spent all your money on a Switch, and all you can afford is a prepaid uh, phone, you're completely screwed. Well, okay, you don't use your phone, you use the Switch screen, and you put that into the cardboard, and then it, it comes with the goggles you put in there, and then you get to see on the screen, um, and apparently the VR part is very basic, you know, because the screen um, is kind of not great, so I don't know how they're going to convert Retrofit to big games to work it, but it's really interesting that they're going to go that far, and you know, it's a, Breath of the Wild is a huge game, and that would definitely look great in VR. That's if that's going to be in three D, you know, that's going to be really interesting to be able to have a big open world to look around in and play in. But how is it going to actually work? Like, is it going to run just as well as it does now, or is it going to be really slow? You know. I mean, I feel like if they're going to do VR, they should like full on go VR instead of just doing it for like a dinky little thing. <laughs> Which this basically is. It's, uh, you know, I, I've seen an early review of it, and they did say that they liked it. It's really silly, really fun for kids, but it's not like, you know, hard and super VR like other, you know, PlayStation VR. It's just kind of a fun gimmick, you know, that you play for like five minutes and you're like, okay, that was fun. Let's play the next mini game. Okay, five minutes later, okay, let's play the next mini game. And you have like a hundred mini games to play, you know. I think what's gonna happen is that it's not going to be successful, and then people are gonna use it as a reason to be like, "Oh, VR sucks. VR's VR's not gonna work." Blah blah blah. I mean, it's it's kind of expensive. It's like fifty bucks to get it, um, and then you have to have the Switch and have the games, you know. So I'm I'm kind of tempted to get it, but I kind of. You know, don't want to waste the money on that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Krista, what do you want to talk about next? Um, we can talk about uh, Captain Marvel hitting uh, a billion dollars in the box office. That's uh, crazy. I was not expecting it to hit a billion this quickly. It's just been a huge hit. Yeah. The money. The money machine. Like, slap Marvel on the title. It's gonna make a billion. (laughs) Yeah, this is the seventh uh, Marvel movie to hit uh, a billion. Yeah. Uh, What I'm worried about is with uh, Disney buying up some... No, with Disney buying up so much stuff and owning so much of Hollywood, 
and spending oh, so much geez. money to do so, I'm just worried that they're going to go, oh, we're only going to uh, make movies we think will make a billion dollars. This, honestly, because I didn't think Captain Marvel was that great. I was kind of hoping that it wouldn't do as well so that maybe that they would think about the quality. But the worst part is, is that with just every one of their movies making billions of dollars, it just tells them that no matter what they put out, no matter what quality it is, it's still going to make a lot of money. And that's really bad. Krista, have you seen Captain Marvel? No, I, I did not see Captain Marvel. Um, I am familiar with the basics of it. It's, it's kind of just shocking because, like, for me, you know, I, I'm not as negative as James is on the movie, but I don't think it's a great movie either. And it, it is just kind of, like, not every single one of these movies need to be a billion. It could be, you know, still be successful and be 500,000 and, you know, mm -hmm. and still be totally fine. Um, so, you know, if there's a next movie, you know, that doesn't make a billion, is that going to be a flop now? Which, that's not sustainable. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, like, we're, we're already at the point where, like, if a movie doesn't make, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, they're like, well, that, that movie sucked. Even though it's a massive amount of money to, like, even conceptualize. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah as, as I was trying to get at, though, it's like, the by all the movies making a bunch of money, it sets a bad precedent for like the quality department. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Ant Man in the because Ant Man on the Wasp is already now being retroactively being talked about like it's a flop yeah. because it didn't make a billion dollars, and they go, yeah. "Is it a third movie because it flopped?" And I'm like, going, "Dude, yeah, that, that's in yeah. I mean, it's in prof, and then they uh, talk about um, Aaliyah Battle Angel as being this super massive flop, even though they are talking a sequel still. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Mortal Engines is a flop on every level, financial, artistically. Yeah. I mean, that, what good. a dreary... Yeah, that was a real dreary film experience. Man, like we there it it really is kind of a dark age mm -hmm. for uh for, for movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, if uh if, if Well that's what like, happens when you get like a monopoly of like three companies that control all of media. Yeah, we're getting yeah, we're down to what? Yeah, because we're down as a major studio. Oh, yeah, we're, we're only a couple steps away from Disney owning everything. Yeah, exactly. uh, the Fox merger. Yeah, and I mean, and there's I mean, been rumors that Netflix is shopping for a studio. Oh. So, are they going to buy uh, Sony? Or are they going to buy Paramount? Or are they going to buy Universal? Oh, just uh, really, really bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, an AT and T just bought Warner Brothers recently. You know, just years back. Oh, oh. It, it's like, like there's so many problems that come from having 
an oligopoly. Like it's not a true monopoly, but it's still like, you know, uh, these studios are yeah. studios are all like patting each other on the back and like they're all like basically like yeah. the mob preventing anyone else from getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They also mm-hmm. like the worst part is too is that, you know, not only are there only a couple people who are really competing, it's like they don't really I mean they're all working together behind the scenes. Who cares? You know? It's all it's all bad. It's all I'm saying. It's just breaking a billion dollars and not being even being a really good film and now other films are being considered a flop because they didn't make a billion. It's like, man. And 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 the worst part is too about that too, is that realistically speaking, okay, you can argue, yes, uh, if a film does bad, they're gonna lose money. But at this point, it's like they make so much money on other movies. How many bombs is it gonna take for like the company to actually suffer? I don't think like if you were to do the math, I mean how. How many Captain Marvel movies could they make with the with the budget that they got back? You see what I'm trying to say? Uh, well, it's 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 like a numbers game. If you make ten movies and like yeah. eight of them make a profit and and like two of them suck, they're still going to be able to get away with making exactly. those couple of That's movies that saying. suck. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm not saying Captain Marvel is one of those those movies. I actually think, uh, um, you know. Just from what I've been hearing, I think like part of your problem with it might be actually just the fact that it's not really targeted at you as much as it's targeted at women. So I mean, it 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 didn't have an arc. That was the problem with the movie. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I guess in a way, it could be good that in okay, how about this that. If Captain Marvel made enough money, you know, then they're not as much pressure for other movies, yeah. you know, maybe to bounce out. If Doctor Strange 2 doesn't make $500 million, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. You know? It, exactly. So it may be a benefit that way. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, part of the reason that it made, made so much money is because people have been begging, begging for, like, female-led superhero movies. And, like, besides Wonder Woman, like, there haven't really been any. Yeah, that is that is def. I mean, yeah, there were a few in the nineties. I mean, but they were t- absolute trash. I mean, because I mean, barbed wire, Electra. Uh, these are um, think what else? Um, Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, they were t- Supergirl. These were terrible, terrible movies. Well, like, see, like the thing is, like, there's so many like male led. Movies that like, uh, like, like you can like have the same like, like. What? How do I phrase this? Like, women are willing to accept mediocre movies that are led by women because it's all they have. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, well, the thing with uh with the with Carol Danvers is her story is just so convoluted. It's I mean, so I'm bad. surprised. I'm surprised they got anything coherent on the screen. Trying to be faithful to the source yeah. material. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean that's why I gave it part of the score. I gave it. 
Uh, and there was a lot of stuff going for it, I felt. But, I mean, to me, Captain Marvel was more of a Nick Fury uh, movie. Uh, origin movie. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick Fury origin. And, uh, I didn't, yeah, it's just not good. All right, so uh, let's go after Terminator 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terminator Three, because we're we're ignoring the masterpiece that was Three, Four, and Five. So that's basically what Linda Hamilton said, who played Sarah Connor. Uh, that all the other Terminator movies were forgettable, except for hers, one and two. And uh, the new movie is going to be called Dark Fate, by the way. Um, so. I think it's a little bit mean, even if they're not the best movies. I do think, I think Genesis is memorable how crazy it was. And I did like three, even though because of the ending, but four was really bad. So, I mean, I I thought she was, I thought she was being charitable. (laughs) You're just lucky I didn't review those. (laughs) You might have seen me actually get mean towards a movie. See, I like Genesis because it was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, as everybody knows, I appreciate a craptastic movie. But okay, this, uh, is it just yeah. the one with Jason Clark? Because, I mean, he's the king of craptastic acting. <laughs> I like... You know, you know, here's the thing about the Terminator sequels after two. It, it's not like, here's the thing about restarting, I think. Um, well, it's not like the Terminator sequels really follow even each other. They always kind of, like the third one doesn't really flow well into the, to the fourth. And then the fourth one doesn't really have anything to do with the fifth. And they all kind of do their own thing. And, and and part of the problem with that is that, like, every sequel they have, they have an idea for the next one. But the next one gets uh, shelved, I'm pretty sure. So, like, none of those movies, none of those three movies have anything to do with each other, you know, as much as they do with uh, the original two. Um, so, I mean, ignoring them, it's not like that's something new. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, whatever. I, I don't, I don't know how good it will be. I mean, James Cameron, like, so, ah, he's gotten some gems, like Piranha 2, but I don't know. <laughs> Piranha 2. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hey, let's just be talking Piranha 2 here. Uh, okay. I'm Piranha 2. I'm with a... Terminator I, 2 is a classic. So is Piranha 2. It's a, it's a drive-in classic. Uh, so, Krista, uh, what are your thoughts on Terminator movies? I actually have never seen any Terminator movies. Uh, oh. oh, you need to see oh. the first two. Trust us on this. Uh, especially the first one. It's. Uh, I'm vaguely aware of the plot of the first one. <laughs> uh huh. But you gotta see it. I mean, it is. Uh, Linda Hamilton is like wow. I mean, and Schwarzenegger. Uh, when he when he bought when he shows up, 
for more than a paycheck, he can be awesome. James Cameron kind of has like, you know, he has this excellent ability to be able to make sequels that outshine the originals. And I'm pretty sure he's the only, he's the only director I, I so far who has that ability. Like, for example, uh, we have Terminator 2, we have Aliens, we have uh, Piranha 2, we have... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have, um, what else? Uh, I think, I, and yeah, and my theory is, uh, yeah, and you also notice how many movies uh, Cameron has that also begin with the letter A. Yeah. He has Alita, and if he makes a sequel to that, it'll probably be good. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to it, because, like I said, his sequels are always better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think my, my theory is that he, um, the, the theory behind that is, uh, I mean, he didn't do Aliens 1, but my theory is that he always uses the first one as kind of like a rough draft, I guess. And the second one is when he really, like, you know, okay, I got my idea out of the way. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, exactly. So one interesting note about this movie, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but they don't have a John Connor cast in this movie. So I guess John Connor was not going to be the savior of mankind. It was going to be his mom, after all. Oh, that's, uh... I mean, John Connor being the Terminator, that was a good plot point. They dragged that too, too, too much. <laughs> too too bad it was, uh, uh, that plot twist was, like, revealed in the trailer. Yeah, for Genesis. Talk about a spoiler there. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, the thing, the reason why this is being made is because James Cameron now owns the rights to it because they couldn't make a sequel to Genesis fast enough. So James Cameron is producing this movie, but he's not directing it, but he owns the rights again. So he wants to use it to try to fix things. And, um, you know, at this point, if this one is not an amazing movie, who cares? You know? Yeah. 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 Uh huh. It's one of those franchises that I think is like dead. Kind of, it's kind of like, I mean, the Alien franchise isn't doing you know too good. I mean, the most recent movies are okay, but uh, they really kind of peaked with the second one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like they're. I mean, how uh -huh. many? How, how many different variations of, of uh, aliens can you... Oh, this one bursts from your back and is white. It's like, okay. This one comes out of your nose is in pink. Yeah. yeah this, this, this alien... Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it, it doesn't come from... Uh, yeah. What's it? It gets in your bloodstream and then you become pregnant or something like that. Weird. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. Franchise is as dead as Highlander. Yeah. No, it's more undead. It just won't cut die. <laughs> Keeps coming back. Speaking of un speaking of undead franchises, we got a trailer for a new movie. Which movie, James? <laughs> Star Wars Nine. Star Wars Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. 
Terrible yeah, uh, name. I hate it. I hate the name. Too. I hate that name. Yeah, it's stupid. Ride to Skywalker. Yeah, correct. Okay, we get to see the stake driven through the heart of Star Wars finally. Uh, I, I saw a good meme that was like, "Remember Lando? Remember Palpatine? Please, <laughs> guys, we're desperate." Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, I do not. I'm not hopeful for. I do hope, honestly, though, that Palpatine is there. And you guys think, oh, well, that's stupid. I don't care. Like, quit, quit acting like this is a this is a quality franchise, and <laughs> you know anymore. I don't care. Just have Palpatine be there. Don't even, don't even explain how he's there. Just have him there. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I want Palpatine to be there. Just and, and I mean, I, I want him to give like the most hammiest performance yet, like the the episode three like unlimited power. Like I want that Palpatine. <laughs> and then we can have uh, Yoda uh, and Skywalker. Just have him have him a three way um, lightsaber duel, and just have it for two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have it. Ha- have him uh was it uh do the thing where he stands up and like does a does a triple three sixty corkscrew spin in the air from a prone position. <laughs> yeah. Do that again. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just what I thought about this trailer is like and, and I think a lot of people I'm they don't care, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm getting t- so tired of these franchises that the movie I'm actually looking forward to this summer is Jim Jarmus's zombie movie because I want to see each cop bite people. <laughs> so, uh, Krista, what are your thoughts on Star Wars? <laughs> Krista, have you watched the last few Star Wars movies? Or are you big in Star Wars person or no? I haven't seen any of like the recent ones, no. Oh, okay. Okay, wow. Well. I mean, I will say this: uh, the trash fire is fun to laugh at. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, um, yeah. I like the movies, so um, yeah. It, <laughs> it's fun to hate something, honestly. Oh, you like the you like the prequels, James? <laughs> yeah, but the prequels uh, are funny. No, they're suck. <laughs> they suck more. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're I almost, I, uh, I burst out in tears because I waited in the, I waited in line. I camped out in a tent with my friends, and this is what we got. I wanted to kill. <laughs> the Ewoks were bad. This was nothing on Ewoks. Oh my god. The prequels are good, and uh, anyone who disagrees with that, it's I, like... I feel like the majority of humanity disagrees with you. <laughs> well, the majority of humanity is wrong, because the prequels, uh, they are meme machines. How can you not like them? They are so enjoyable in the sense of, like, just the line delivery, all the, all the great, you know, lines that have become memes. Look, the only thing about uh, episode one that's worthwhile is the pod race. 
Because, I mean, it's just as good as the Ben Hur chariot race. Look at pod racing. Oh, but that was great. But the thing is, the cinematography in that movie is god awful. <laughs> now this is getting out of hand. Now there's two and, of them. And it's like, oh my. I just prefer to just read the meme straight up. Uh, <laughs> just stay away from the movies. So, okay. Getting back to episode nine, which uh, started this. So, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So, how are they going to have a rise if one of the characters are dead and the other character uh, actor is dead? How do you rise that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Another Skywalker. Uh, no, it sounds like a porn parody of a Star uh, Wars movie. <laughs> oh. My prediction is that there is another Skywalker. Ah, okay. Or... Uh, oh. Or, uh, or, Kyle, or, or Kylo Ren decides he's been Skywalker now. Or, um, it's Palpatine. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you can't... If anything, the prequels are great because they they build up Palpatine, and he's like, he's the most hammy character in the entire franchise. Like, episode six Palpatine was was a complete ham as well. It's not... <laughs> he's like the best. So I'm glad that they're bringing back one of the best elements of the film. So, uh, one interesting note about this, apparently um, they actually hired back... Um, Good old George Lucas to help finish this movie. So oh God. George Lucas has a hand in this movie. Yes. Yes. Oh God. So, George Lucas is what made Star Wars Star Wars. So I'm glad. But George Lucas also made the prequels. Yeah. Yeah, but the prequels are great. Uh. <laughs> See, here, here's the thing. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the thing that, that you people don't understand. Uh, they tried to be good. And for trying, I give them bonus points. Okay. I understand that. I do, James. I really do. But the thing is, Jar Jar kind of tips it into the... I just want to start punching people in the face. <laughs> okay, but but they they drastically reduced his role in the other two films, so it's not like it's not you know it's not like he uh, he sticked around really. I mean, he, he got what like one line in the third film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you maybe showed up one time, and then yeah. oh he he appeared hey, in the special like, editions. I uh, know, but I do agree with you about Palpatine. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. Palpatine is great, especially especially in the third one. It's like, I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. Senate will decide your fate. Okay, so start going, exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Alright, alright. have to derail this completely. <laughs> so, getting back to this teaser. This teaser shows you nothing about the plot. We know nothing going on to this movie. <laughs> Do you no, think no. there's even a plot? The Last Jedi was so bad that, I mean, I don't think, I, I don't know what you could do after that <laughs> train wreck. And, uh, and, uh, and J.J. Abrams has already said, oh, we're not going to recreate Leia with uh, CG. Uh, yeah. And we're, that so would we're have going been to... awful if they had done that. Oh, so we're going to make our we we are gonna craft our movie around outtakes of uh Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Wait, what? That's better. Yeah. yeah. That's, better. That's, That's uh better. This is a quote from JJ Abrams. Yeah. Is I have no idea how you would pull that off. Oh, <laughs> I, I full, see, see the, here's the difference between me and, and other people I fully embrace that this is probably going to be bad and I don't care I want it to be so <laughs> go ahead do whatever so that's part of the reason why we haven't gotten anything about this movie until right now we have not gotten anything and it's April 2019 yeah. we're recording this on April 13th and and the movie comes out in December, and this is the first teaser. We don't, we have nothing before this point. Yeah, we we don't know anything. So we, we don't know any. I, I I think the reason why they're being so hush hush about it is because of the the solo disaster. Yeah, I think that they really like that. Really, you know, th that movie legitimately bombed. Yeah, like there's no question about it. And I, we were talking about bombs before. Like they probably spent close to a, a half a billion dollars making that film because of the reshoots yeah. and everything. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know... It yeah, didn't I, even it break didn't, even. Yeah, it didn't, didn't even break even. I don't... Yeah. Really bad. They... To, to, to show how bad it was, you, you know what they did in China? They... That, because of the... How, how uh, The Last Jedi bombed in China... They took off the name Star Wars from Solo and just called it Ranger Solo. <laughs> and it still bombed. <laughs> so yeah. It wasn't uh was not <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well All right. we got we got that mess out of the way. What do we want to talk about now? That next thing is Suicide Squad remake. Yeah, okay. looks like retired uh, Deadshot character. And it actually looks like everybody's coming back except Harley Quinn and Will Smith. Jared Leto Joker? Oh, no. He played Slipknot. I want Jared Leto Joker back. He's my favorite version. <laughs> well, your Captain Boomerang's coming back, James, because he's Captain Boomerang. Boomerang's come back. Mm hmm. Yeah. The court. What, 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 wait, so, so uh, the new Suicide Squad is going to be a direct sequel? No, a, a remake. All we are getting is goggly gook out of uh, Warner Brothers about this. James Gunn has come official. He's still kind of, dare I say it, gun shy on social media. Huh. 
Yeah, he's still uh, keeping his mouth shut, which you can't really blame him. Yeah. Uh, the question is, is who is Idris Elba now playing if he's not Deadshot? Uh, yeah. Joe Manganiello was cast as uh, as a uh, Deathstrike, so is he? You know, de- well, Deathstroke the Terminator. So is he going to be? Uh, are they going to be making him him now? And that whole end scene, in Justice League, the squat, or uh, hopefully, okay, well. I'm hoping. Uh, I would love to see James Gunn cast him as. Uh, Thunderbolt, you know, Peter Cannon, one of the we child, the child, the Charlton hero that uh, never did anything with. If if they remake the Suicide Squad, they have to repeat its best lines. For example, uh, what are we? Some sort of Suicide Squad? Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or we're bad Bro, guys, okay. it's what we do. You're bad guys, yeah. Yeah, we're bad guys. It's what we do. <laughs> yeah. See, see, the thing I, Suicide Squad has a very special place in my heart. Um, it is to me one of the like. It's very fun. It's a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Yeah. And. Uh, and, and I want them to make a sequel to that movie. I want more, you know? I want more Killer Croc and uh, what's her name? Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, James, um, I guess you don't know that uh, Amanda Waters is going to come back. And okay. uh, James Gunn is directing this and writing this. So, And then he's going to do that before he goes back to doing Guardians 3. So it's going to finish that first, then go back to doing Guardians 3. And it's basically going to be a, like the original Suicide Squad didn't exist. So just going to be a complete remake, reboot, whatever. Well, and who knows? Because Warner Brothers uh, right now is just saying whatever they think people want to hear to keep from rioting on social media. Yeah. Well, I mean... I think it's kind of weird that they're rebooting a film that's so recent. Talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what character he could play, because uh, Edris Elbrow was going to be Deadshot, and now they retired that character, going to be another character, so I don't know who he could be, you know, that... <laughs> There's hundreds of characters he could be. Uh, maybe Batista doesn't want to be Peacemaker. He could be Peacemaker. Uh, he's a, one of the old Charlton characters that uh, DC now owns. He could be uh, Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt. That's another character uh, from Charlton that uh, DC never did anything with. He could also be Condiment King. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, or how, how about uh, what's it? What's his name? Um, Solomon Grundy. <laughs> no. What? What? Yeah. Captain Cold. What? Sure, I guess. What about Captain Cold? Could be that. 
Cat yeah. Gold or uh, who else? Who's another Flash villain? Uh, Kite Man. <laughs> Kite Man. <laughs> Web Wizard. Clock King. Calendar Man. He could be a uh, Mirror Master. Um, Prankster. Yeah, Prankster. Yeah. Or maybe he's been cast as the Polka Dot Man. <laughs> Or maybe he's a microwave fan. <laughs> There's a lot of obscure villains they could use, so it's not... And, and, and again, it's like, DC has an advantage over Marvel. And they, they have a good access to all their characters, you know? Yeah. They might as well just go crazy and have him be Mr. Mexiplex. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James, who is Mr. Mexoplex, just in case anyone doesn't know? <laughs> He's a fourth dimensional imp. It just runs havoc. <laughs> With a purple hat and floats around. <laughs> He's just doing crazy stuff all the time. He, he always messes with Superman, though. That's the, uh, that's the guy. He's a friend of me, uh, Batmite. Who messes with that man? Okay, I think I think we're done here. <laughs> we're just naming cr- random bad C-list characters now. So <laughs> I feel like that's what that's what you do every time you talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want Suicide Squad is because come on, you got to cast a character that people are actually going to cheer when they die. <laughs> you got it. Why don't if if uh if this is a reboot, does that mean Cliff Jumper is back? Anything's back. Yeah, man. it's all back. Yeah. <laughs> I like the ten seconds he was in the food movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I guess that's gonna be it for this uh, pretty wacky episode eighty. High energy. Yeah, a lot of fun today. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. 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 Goodbye. All right, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, Thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.